0: welcome to the you got this podcast featuring authors donnie and sandy we invite you to settle in open your hearts and minds and be inspired to trust and present hope in the lord when you allow him to lead the way you got this
1: hey guys hey guys welcome back to another great episode of you got this with your hosts sandy and donnie from your new life ministries and we we'll to continue on with our topic for this season of discovery and uh, the topic of this one in Discovery is God's timing and how perfect it is, even though we think that God is taking way too long. We always have to remember that it's God's timing, not ours. We have to learn that we can't control everything. We can't make anything happen when it's not meant to happen in our way that's supposed to happen. Just like back in the day, back in Jesus' time when Jesus was walking around. You know, those Pharisees kept saying, oh, God will come in a certain way. The man rode in on a donkey. They kept saying, he's going to roll in this way. He's going to be all this and all that. He was just a regular person. They put him on a pedestal. Like, oh, he's going to be like this. He's going to be like this. He was there in flesh and blood, just like a regular human being. And that's what God wanted. He wanted his son to be a regular human being so they they could learn things from him. They, he, and, but they said, oh, this, no, this, and that. He's going to ride in like this. He's going to do this. He was a regular guy just trying to teach them things, teach them the ways they're supposed to be, not something uh, magical as they wanted them to be.
0: Yes, we all want to put God in a box. And the answer to our prayers, that they have to come in a certain way. And then we get all been out of shape when that doesn't happen. But see, Jesus came in flesh and blood, as it says, if you read in Hebrews, so he could identify with us and understand us. And so he came in humble. It was to show his humility and not to you know all exalted although he is exalted and we do exalt him we're not talking about that it's we're talking about the humility he wanted to show because that's what he wants to birth in us see we all want our prayers answered and we want them answered yesterday and we want our dreams to come through now but that rarely happens because there's lots of things that have to happen we want it we we tell god we ask god we pray to god for the outcome but and how it, and how it you know needs to be done we don't know it's just like if you're paying paying a builder to build a house do you tell him to go how to build it every step of the way do you go to the concrete company and tell them how to mix that concrete no so why should we tell god how to do his job he created the world without us and he can sure answer our prayers without us so when you try to rush things All you do and you worry about it, all you do is create anxiety and frustration. And it will never turn out the way you want it because God has something better for you. We need to keep focused on him and seek him and seek his will first and he'll add the rest of these things.
1: That's exactly right. So we just need to realize that we can't control everything. And honestly, I'm guilty of that from time to time, probably more often than not. It's like today, my wife and I were headed down to the bank get some things taken care of. And honestly, I have terrible road rage. I ain't going to lie. I had terrible road rage. And this one guy was riding my butt. And I, and I got a little angrier than I should have had. My wife told me to calm down. And like, eh, I, I, I just didn't want to do that. I just didn't want to do that. I mean, because the guy was making and what if I had to stop my brakes or something? He's going to smash right into it, You know? But I had to I have to teach myself, and I had to learn, and I had to have God's help to teach me to control my road rage. And I know everybody has that. And that brings me to a, a verse I want to uh, share with you guys. Colossians 3, 2, uh, 3, verses 2 and 3. Set your mind on things above, not on things on the earth. Three, for you died, and your life is hidden with Christ in God. So with Christ in God. So, yeah, it's got a, I got to... Remember that. And also, Isaiah 26, 3 you will keep in perfect peace those whose minds are set back because they trust in you. Yeah, and, and I, I want to work on it. And it's, I told my wife, honestly, I told her today, like, it's going to take me some time to work on it because I've, I've had road rage for years. And I know more people than not do deal with road rage because people right there are sometimes, you just wonder where they're driving or how they got their license
0: yes that's correct but we still have to remember even at all times we're a child of god because god is with us not just when we're in church and not just when we're around everybody else god is with us always he's with us in our cars and he's with us at home he it says in first Chronicles 16 11 look to the lord and his strength and seek his face always Doesn't mean some of the times not just when you're a church. No, it says, always, we're called to set our mind on the things that pertain to walking in obedience to God. Surrendering our will to put him first. So as we do that, we keep our joy and peace as we trust him and put him first. That's what it says in Matthew 6, uh, verses 32 and 33. For the Gentiles strive after all these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. You see, God knows that you need clothing. He knows you need eat. He knows that you need things to take care of you or your family when they're ill. He knows the things that you need, but he wants you to come to him so your faith is built when he answers your prayer. But allow him to have his own timing because sometimes they involve other people's free will. And we cannot control other people's free will. And so sometimes it takes time we need to be as patient with God and answering our prayers. We can't just snap our fingers like we're God and he's bowing to us. We need to be as patient with him and answering our prayers as he was with us to say to get us to open our eyes to receive him as Lord and save us. Because some of us, it took our whole lives right up into our adult years and still fighting it before we received him. So we need to be just as patient with him as he was with us in receiving him. When you're so focused on getting the answer to your prayer, or, you know, getting to that dream that he promised you, or that fulfilling purpose, then it steals your joy and peace. John 10.10 says, The thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. I have come that they may have life and have it more abundantly. And that thing can become an idol. An idol is anything that you place above God that you've got to have or you're not going to be happy. So anything you give excessive devotion to is considered an idol, and that is in the Webster's Dictionary.
1: Yeah, we just got to keep our mind on God and our God on our mind, and that, that goes a long way, honestly. Um, we can say so much about uh, what God has done for us, but what have we done for Him? How do we honor Him? God has done everything. I, I know I just said that, but it, it needs to be said again. God has brought us to life. He brought us from the sand up to a breathing human being. And what does He ask for us in return? Just to honor and glorify Him. And we haven't, uh, have we done that? Honestly, I can tell you I haven't done it as much as I should be doing. It. And I, that goes for probably 80 billion people today that we don't honor God as much as we should honor God. We, we we just, sometimes, we don't even talk to people about God and what He has done in our lives. I try to do, it, do that on a daily basis, but uh, we start talking about God to people, and they look at us like we're nuts. Like, well, that goes to that one verse, where we walk by faith and not by sight. And sometimes people don't want to hear it, and sometimes people do. But also that... People sometimes think we're crazy, but do we want to be judged by man or do we want to be judged by God? That, that can also be said.
0: That's right. So when you're struggling with God's timing or your unanswered prayers or dreams, go to him in prayer because he knows when you're struggling. And talk it over and give it over to him. He wants to help you. He says in Isaiah thirty eighteen, he longs to be gracious to you. And if the burden and the load is too much for you to bear, then it's not yours to bear. Give it over to him and trust him. Because if he loved you enough to die for you, get a vision of that in your head and keep it with you. Because we all need to remind ourselves of that. If you've never seen the Passion of the Christ, and I'll remind you again, please go see it. Because the way they did him is exactly how it is described in the Bible. So can you... Imagine the love that it took and he came in human flesh. So he felt every bit of that pain when they nailed his arms, his hands, and his feet to the cross. He wasn't put out on some kind of medicine. No, no, he was awake and alive when they did that. He was already beaten, his face all swollen up, beaten beyond human recognition. He did that for us. Romans 5, verse 8, while we we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. So while everybody was rejecting him, spitting on him, and refusing to believe in him, he still decided to die on the cross for us. He still went to the cross. He still carried that 300-pound cross up the hill to Golgotha. That is our God. And if it's too much for you to bury, he carried your cross why don't you give him some time and be patient with him and then give over your worries and tell him and be honest because he already knows anyway. And just be honest, and say, hey, I'm having trouble with this today. Can you please help me not to worry and just give me some hope? And open the Bible up and it's filled with scriptures to give you hope. Like Psalm 68:19. Praise the Lord who daily bears our burdens in Psalm 55:22. Cast your cares upon the Lord and He will sustain you. He will never let the righteous to be shaken
1: that's right that's right and uh we're going to take a quick break here and we're going to play a song by an older artist which is honestly one of my favorite artists we actually my wife and i went actually went up to dallas to see her uh, a couple years ago seeing her in concert at our wedding night uh it's a pretty amazing concert so if you get her if you see her someplace go check her out she's an amazing singer and a, she's an amazing talent her name is jackie velasquez God who moves mountains so we'll be right back right after this enjoyed that song by jackie lasquez god who moves mountains we're getting back to the discussion of god's timing and honestly god's timing has a lot to be desired for some people i know it does it for me because it would be wanted right then and there so on and so forth but uh, we all we all got to remember that god's timing is perfect he may not like how perfect it is but god is always perfect and just uh just got to keep that in mind just got to keep that in mind. We're going to... What what verse is that, honey? Um, be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted on the earth. Proverbs 16, 3. That, that verse hits home right there. That verse really hits home. I can't say enough about that verse. Yes. Uh,
0: and Proverbs 16, 3 is... Commit to the Lord whatever you do and he will establish your plans. I love that verse. And actually what he just read, Psalm 4610, that really, really um, is one of my favorite verses because when you don't know what to do, you just trust God. You just get on your knees, you trust God. According to Psalm 139, and I really suggest that you read it, it says he knows a word that's going to be on your lips before you even speak it. He knows you through and through. He knew you. When you were in your mother's womb before you were born. And he knew every day of your life and he still chose to give you birth. Doesn't that say a lot? That says how much he loves you. And he don't care. He knows we're not perfect. And he don't expect it. Because not one of us is going to be perfect while we're living here on this earth. Because this is a fallen world. And issues in life happens to everyone. He just wants you to come to him and ask him to cry on his shoulders. And he will comfort you and give you peace. He says, my peace I leave you, my peace I give you. That's John 14, 27. You see, true faith, strong faith does not give up. and continues on knowing what was asked and prayed for will come to pass. God is just trying to build your faith up so you can be strong and immovable. He's trying to build your character. When you get to a point where your peace is being robbed by worry and anxiety, get in his presence and be still and allow him to comfort you and encourage your heart. Be still. And know that he is God. You see, when we take things into our own hands, we can mess it up. Remember the story of Abraham and Sarah? When uh, he was 85 years old and still hadn't had that promised son, God promised him. He says, I'm going to give you a son at that point. Thinking 85 years old, I don't think I'd want a child. Especially not in Arden these times. No, I don't think i want one. But that he promised one. And Sarah got impatient. Okay, I'm just going to flat out say it. She was stupid. She took matters into her own hands and gave her, her maidservant to her husband. Okay, how stupid is that? Ruined it for women everywhere. Oh, oh, my goodness. And now look what goes on in the world today. It's just smut and people not being true to their wives and their husbands and, or their boyfriends and girlfriends. It's like, really, stop it. I just birth that seed into the world. We got to stop that. That was stupid. And when you try to take things into your own hands, that's what happens. And then, yes, when it was finally time, she had the promised son, 25 years later, I think. Then she was all jealous of her maidservant, Hagar, and his son, Ishmael. Okay, And she was cruel to them. She's the one that messed it up and we can't blame things on God when we take things in our own hands and it gets all bent up or we have too many bills that now we can't even afford because he promised us something, but we can't wait. And then, yes, we go get a bunch of loans and credit cards and charge it up and then we get mad because we can't pay all our bills. We got it when God tells us to wait and be patient, we need to be patient. He will lead you and he will give you inspiration if you need to do something. And then, if he's not speaking, if you hear that big, 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 big no in your spirit, then wait on him. But taking it into your own hands—that was just wrong.
1: said better myself, honey. said better <laughs> myself. But honestly, no, people, we just got to know that uh, we just got to walk by faith. And- Honestly, in this day and age, is so hard to do. We all know it's difficult to do, and how difficult is it? Probably more difficult than what we want to even admit. But it's got. But we got to do it, people. God did it for us. Why can't we do it for Him? And um, it's just that simple, people. And I'm gonna read uh, read this right here for y'all. It's Psalm um. Uh, It's a leading into Psalm 37, 1 through 7. But keep working, keep praying, keep reading the Bible, keep going to church, keep doing what God has placed on your heart to do while waiting on him to bring you dreams and answer your prayers. I can't believe how many times that says, wow. (laughs) But uh, anyway, I'm going to continue on with the verse, Psalm 37, 1 through 7. Don't fret over those who do evil. Do not envy those who do wrong. For they wither quickly like grass and wilt like tender plants. Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and cultivate faithfulness. Delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord and trust him and he will do it. He will bring forth your righteousness like the dawn, your justice like the the noonday sun, be still before the Lord and wait patiently for him. Then God make it Then God make it happen in his time, in his way, and it will be better than you could, could ask for or even imagine. And that's true. Your dreams will come true far more than you ever thought possible. God loves us and he will reward people who are faithful to him. Some people consider that being a dictator. Ah, uh, well, I don't think that way because God is God gives us freedoms. God gives us everything we could ask for. All we have to do is do right by him. And some people some people on the left says, oh, that, uh, why we want to be a dictator? Why we want to worship a dictator? We're not worshiping a dictator. We're worshiping somebody who gives us free will to decide what way we want to go. And nine times out of ten, we as human beings will go the wrong way every single time. And then do we get punished for it? by people on here on earth but uh, no god gives us what we want but uh, we do have the right to disobey but he's going to punish us in his way not the way of man not the way of man but his way
0: yes and he gives us these instructions found in the bible to help us because oh i am sure when you've gone some ways of your own and you took matters into your own hand much like sarah and then found out, oh my goodness, it didn't work out. And take people who give into addiction, addictions, drug and alcohol addictions. And if they keep it up long enough, they find themselves addicted and they're spending all their money on it. And they've probably lost their family or, you know, and if they're married, gotten divorced and broke and probably jobless because when alcohol takes over, that's all you want to do is get drunk. And when you're hooked to any kind of drug, Your brain, after a while, thinks it's the norm. And you go into these withdrawals, rages, and and you'll do anything and you'll steal from anybody just to get it. Now, how is that good? God says thou shalt not steal. Because why? You're going to get in trouble if you do. And so these things keep us out of trouble and they keep us out of harm's way. And besides that, your health goes awry okay most everybody who's been drinking most of their life take a look at their heart take a look at their heart and they end up having a lot of heart trouble so dictator no i don't think so it's to keep you out of trouble and it's to keep things going right for you psalm 31 verses 14 through 16 says but i trust in you O lord i say you are my god my times are in your hands. Deliver me from my enemies and from those who pursue me. Make your face to shine on your servant. Save me by your loving devotion. And first Peter five, six through seven says, humble yourselves therefore under God's mighty hand so that in due time, he may exalt you. Cast all your anxiety on him because what? Because he cares for you. Not just part of it, but cast all of it. Why do you want to keep some back? As you wait, as you keep going, wait in expectancy and think of him in advance. Then be amazed at how he's going to answer your prayers and bring your dreams to pass. God will keep his promises and he will fight for your deliverance. Trust him. Because he's got so many amazing things for you. And his way is so much better than ours. He knows the end from the beginning and he knows how to answer it. And he knows everything that's going to take place. Just like that example of the contractor building a house. It wouldn't stand if I was to go in there and tell that contractor how to do every part of his job and every subcontractor on there. They do this for a living and get paid for it. I don't.
1: (laughs) Right. Exactly. So what, uh, well, I want to close with this thought. 1st we we're going to read Exodus 14, uh, 14, 13 through 14. Don't be afraid. Stay firm, and you will see the Lord's salvation, which he will accomplish for you today. For the Egyptians see today, you will never see again. The Lord will fight for you. You will need only to be still. You still know that he is God. Amen. And uh, this is one a final closing of thought. Do you remember what happened when um, um, Jesus was on the mountain? He pointed to Peter and said, On this rock, I will build my church. What do you think he meant by that? There's been a lot of misconceptions through the years on that. People thought that he was referring to Peter as he's going to build a church upon Peter no, and he was actually pointing at demonstrating, I'm going to build the cornerstone on this church by Peter's heart, because Peter had a heart like no other. Peter, at Peter's heart, you wouldn't believe how full of love it was for God, and that's what he was referring to at that time, but a lot of people get that wrong. It's, it's about the faith that, and faith and love that Peter had for Jesus. and Because he asked Peter three times, if I remember right. And he asked him three times, do you love me? Do you love me? And Peter kept saying, yes, Lord, I love you. And that's when he came out and said, well, this on this I'm going to build my church. But he was referring to Peter's heart. And a lot of people go down fighting and yelling about, no, no, he was referring to Peter. He's going to build the church around Peter. God didn't create, or Jesus didn't create religion as we did, making different f- f- relationships with God. We're supposed to worship Jesus, not worship faith. What you I mean by Pentecostal, Baptist, Methodist? We, he didn't say nothing about the different religions that are... Matter of fact, I think there's probably 100, 200,000 religions out there some people make. No. What is so wrong with having lord and savior jesus christ him just him worshiping him not any way to worship him that's all religions are a different ways to worship that's all it is no we're supposed to worship as we love god as jesus as our lord and savior and uh that and what going will close on i thought I'm sorry i'm sorry this, i got way off track here but i had to get that off my chest but I do want to give a shout-out to all the countries that are now listening to us, and we can't be more grateful to our new listeners out there from Brazil all the way down to the Netherlands and Amsterdam. So on Moscow, Ukraine, Sweden, Germany, Mexico, Canada, Belgium, and Ireland, and again, the Netherlands and Amsterdam. But also, we have, we have so many different listeners across the U.S., from Massachusetts, Ohio, New York, Georgia, North Carolina, South Carolina, Virginia, Washington, D.C., Maryland, New Jersey, Nebraska, Kansas, Utah, California, Arizona, and including Texas. We just want to thank you all for being loyal listeners of this podcast. And if you will have different topics you want to discuss or you have different prayer requests that you need for us to pray for you all, please reach out to us at info at your new life Don't be afraid to reach out to us. We're, we're just normal human beings like you all. And uh, we just trying to share the word of God's love.
0: Yes, and we want to pray for y'all out there. And if you have a prayer request, please send it. You can send it to that email. And don't forget to visit our website, yournewlifeministries.org. And guess what? The children's series I have, the Tim and Joe Ray series, I just had a fifth book released, and the sixth one is about to be released. They're tweaking some things on it, but it's about to be released anytime now. So, it's six books in the series, and they all tell um, about a different question that kids have. And they ask their. So, if you have trouble explaining some of these things, hey, check out my books. Uh, they do just that while they're going on an adventure from how does God talk to you, to how does Jesus get into your heart, to how can God's Spirit be everywhere? and what is baptism talking about water baptism and so these are some topics that really y'all have a hard time sometimes explaining to your children and the one that's about to come out is called summer on grandma's farm where in an easy way the trinity is explained how many of adults do we have a hard time with that so we do so we just value our listeners and We just thank you so much for your faithfulness. And I'd like to say a quick prayer for all of y'all out there just to appreciate y'all. And if you do have a prayer request, send one in. Dear Heavenly Father, I just thank you for all the listeners out there. And Lord, I just pray you meet their needs. Meet their needs, whether it's an emotional need and they're really down and they're really hurting about something, comfort them. If they've lost somebody, come in and be their shoulder and pick them up and carry them just like you did when I lost mine. And dear Heavenly Father, I pray if there's anybody that's ill out there, you heal them. And if they have financial needs, you provide them because you are our Jehovah-Jireh. And I ask all this in Jesus' mighty name. And I want to welcome you to our next episode. So are you sabotaging your prayers? about that and hey men out there please check out Donnie's You Got This podcast and it's going to be a great podcast which uh, he's probably going to get out there tomorrow so be checking back out on that so until next time for another wonderful podcast for You Got This
1: I always remember you know you got this when you let God lead the way I'll talk to you later, guys. Bye-bye.